Welcome to the Imperfectly Perfect Campaign, sharing real-life stories from real people to unite them in global change for the face of mental health. We will also reduce the stigma, creating communication, healing, and awareness to save lives and inspire. Join us weekly as we talk to some of the highly acclaimed faces, influencers, experts, and others who have been through extreme adversity. All right, guys, so welcome to another episode of the Imperfectly Perfect podcast, where each week I'm joined by some of the world's most renowned faces in the entertainment industry, on the sports field, and corporate leaders sharing their own truths and their personal journeys. This episode, I chat with Craig Levinson, a talent manager over in the USA, as well as a mentor and manager to Zion Clark, who under his manager is taking the world by storm. Netflix documentary brand deals featuring on The Ellen Show, many publications and opportunities, amongst many other things. South African-born, yet New Zealand-raised, he moved to the US to pursue his own dreams of playing college basketball, which saw a natural progression to becoming a strong advocate for optimizing human performance through health and wellness. It was through this passion for helping others in the field that he found his purpose in representing both athletes and fitness influencers and influencers alike and created his own talent agency. As we know, what comes hand in hand with optimal physical fitness is strong mental fitness. So firstly, I want to know more about the guy behind the athletes and everybody else. Everybody always looks at the the people that you're all working with, but uh, let's find out more about. So welcome to the show, Craig. Thanks so much, Glenn. Definitely privileged to uh, be on the show with you. Uh, you know, super inspired by what you and Zion did together on the show, and uh, just fortunate for the opportunity to share more about my story and uh, you know some of the behind the behind the scenes work that doesn't always get seen. Exactly, mate. Well, you're welcome. And one of the things that really fascinates me about people behind the scenes after starting the Imperfectly Perfect campaign is everyone always sees the external, but nobody sees the person who is actually behind the scenes, who's getting no sleep, who's doing none of this, how they deal with their mental health. So I suppose through this entrepreneurial journey of your own, can you take us back from the beginning so our audiences gets a bit of premise? Because a lot of times, if we look at your socials or we see what a talent manager does and a lot of the stuff you're doing lately, you've been on Men's Health Magazine with Zion, Everyone sees those highlights and the Imperfectly Perfect campaign is about removing that. So you were born in South Africa, raised in New Zealand. Can you give us a bit of backstory to yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So I was born in South Africa. I spent the first seven, eight years of my life there. Um, It was a pretty dangerous place. I'm from Johannesburg, which, you know, has a reputation for just being a dangerous place post-apartheid with everything that's gone on there in the history of the country. So my family wanted to um, create a better lifestyle and, uh, you know, a safe environment to raise three children at the time. And, um, you know, it did traumatize me a bit to leave life behind. I I have a very fond memory of Africa in general. We used to do a lot of traveling around the continent and um, it's something that I'm deeply connected to. But, you know, obviously as a child, you don't make decisions and my family knowing my parents what did what was best for us. So that's kind of what initiated the migration to New Zealand, which, you know, obviously, obviously extremely safe country, lots of opportunities. Um, at an early age, I was able to kind of find, find myself and, and build relationships through friends. Um, I've always kind of gone against the grain in life um, from a young age. I've never always you know, just be accepted what I was told to do. And that was like, from even through schooling, I, I always, I, my mom actually, I have a diary that my mom kept on me, kept kept of all her children that 
uh, goes into detail about each of her kids that she updated every month. And I've reflected back on it and looked at like, how was it as a child, which it's pretty powerful to uh, get to know your younger self and not just fond memories, but really in detail and in writing. And that's kind of where I got to discover myself even further and in depth is through this diary that my mom kept, um, which, which yeah, is powerful. It's something I would love to pass on to my kids too and, and do the same thing. And um, to be able to reflect back on maybe certain tendencies you have or habits or, you know, things you do and why you do them. And uh, it's often reflected back from that childhood. So... Yeah, yeah no, I just sorry. to say that's that's amazing because even with the IPC, we work with a positive psychology coach and she does an exercise and it's basically a reflection exercise where you would potentially write back to that younger self and then you can be uh, distinguish, sorry, patterns, re-emerging things that maybe you did then that you can see as a reflection of older age. So for your mom to do that and for you to be able to do that, that's awesome. Yeah, it's super powerful. And it's also just a reflection of how much love she has for her children. Uh, she would do anything for them and go beyond, above and beyond in any means to support her children. And that was part of migrating to New Zealand from South Africa, where we had, you know, financially, we were in an okay position, migrating to a new country. They didn't know a single person. Uh, there were financial constraints, um, building community and culture in a whole different environment. So for them to take this leap of faith mm. was, was huge. And I look back on it and, and see how they did that for their children, you know, me and me and my siblings. And I have so much more appreciation for it now looking back uh, to see that they were willing to take that leap and, and build um, build something for their children. So that, that was, you know, early on stage from childhood to migrating to New Zealand. Um, New Zealand was an awesome place to grow up. Uh, you know, definitely found myself through friendship and community and um, ended up going to a prominent boys school, which is a lot more common, you know, back in that side of the world, New Zealand, Australia, in the UK. Um, so I went to a predominant boys school. It's actually uh, produced the most all blacks out of any high school in New Zealand. So big rugby school, yeah. very powerful. First 15, um, you know, Haka was a big part of, of culture and life there too, which I think created a lot of brotherhood around um, sport and culture. I, and that's kind of where I, I picked up uh, my basketball career at an early age. I was always been an extremely good athlete and, um, you know, I was kind of, in a sense, recruited from from the high school team. They saw the potential I had as an athlete and, um, you know, kind of invited me to be a part of the, the basketball program and pro progress to the premier or first team at a young, at about 14, 15. And uh, I first dunked the basketball when I was 13. Wow. So um, <laughs> naturally gifted in, in, in that aspect. And um, yeah, that, that progressed. The basketball taught me a ton about myself and taught me a ton about camaraderie and teamwork and, you know, just as other sports do the same. And um, I always, as I developed further into basketball, I always had this dream as seeing the U.S. as the mecca of basketball and the sport. It's, you know, it's something anyone in the world of basketball, especially from a foreign country, it's just like, it's it's like the Disneyland of, of that world. And it's like yeah. something you to be a part of and you know these memories of how college life is in the u.s and the sports culture and how it's such a big 
aspect of life here. And it's something that deep down, I always wanted to be a part of. I didn't know exactly how I was going to do it, but it's like, man, I, I need to make this happen at some stage, even if it's for a year to experience. Mm-hmm. And um, with that instilled in me, I, I you know, continue to p- pursue my basketball career uh, post high school and uh, joined uh, a professional team in New Zealand, uh, which was more for the practice side of things to work out with a lot of pros and be part of that team aspect and, and learn how the professional game works. Because the other thing too is if you've played professional basketball and competed, you um ineligible for college or it messes with your college career. So being wary of that too is extremely important as an athlete. But I was able to be a part of the team and work out with professionals and still be able to pursue my dreams of, of playing collegiate basketball, which um, is what I did. I, I brought that to life and um, had an opportunity to move to San Diego, California and, and um, join a junior college team. Um, you know, I basically, whatever I had saved up in my bank account from a year of working after high school is, is what I took with me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make the most of this opportunity, whatever life brings me in this situation. I didn't go in with expectation. I, I'd never been to the US. I didn't, you know, other than what I'd seen on entertainment and TV, I didn't know too much about the lifestyle and how things were. Yeah. Went in optimistically and um, also content with whatever it brings me. I'll make the most of it. And at 19 years old, uh, I moved here to the other end of the world and never been away from my family for more than a couple of weeks. <laughs> um it was, it was, um, it was a lot of, you know, especially on my parents too. And, um, they, they, uh, my parents did a great job of, you know, mentoring me and being there as a support system, but never limiting my wings and allowing me to fly. And that's a perfect balance. I think that they installed in me. That's an awesome, awesome backstory. And I just want to take you to that because you already preempted that move to the U S so do you believe that that's a mindset thing that you can work your way there? You didn't know how you was going to get there, but you put it out there and this opportunity came? I do. I really do. I think when you put things out in the universe and you have true intention while willing to do the work, I would say that's the yeah. biggest thing. Big believer in, you know, affirmations and setting intention in the world, but things don't get done unless you do them. And uh, it's, those are the two big sides to things. I'm a, I'm a huge believer in, um, in trusting the process and, and I constantly implement the same mentality to talent that I work with is like, you know, trust the, the process. Things take time. They move quicker than you think they will, but things do take time. Yeah. And that was my mentality at a pretty young age is to, you know, know I truly have this goal that I want to accomplish and I will find a way to do it. And, um, you know, when I look back, you, that's where you truly gain appreciation for things. Even me talking to the story to you is reflecting on it is, is powerful. Yeah. And I know you've got a background, obviously done my research. You've got a background in marketing, uh, business development relationships through products and, and getting them out to the world. Was it a natural progression then from you're in basketball, you're doing something that you love as a passion. You, are you doing this on the side? Was it a natural progression then to look at talent and go, hey, I can actually help you with this? I was. Uh, being on the side as an athlete and seeing how things work from the talent perspective or mm-hmm. athlete perspective, I, I realize everyone needs a strong support system in anything they do. 
and that's when I started to develop um, the skill on the other end. I naturally think I'm a people person and I stay very authentic to myself. That's something I pride myself in yeah. is ever, you know, um, diverting off of who I truly am and, and what I want to do in this world. And I think um, people naturally gravitated towards that and uh, instilling and gaining trust in people is just being myself. And that's, that's something I, I, you know, instilled at a young age of doing, finding my way of doing things through schooling and whatever it is. And now that's something I pass on, but it's, it's always staying true to myself. And that's, I think my biggest strong suit, I guess you could say is not diverting from who I am. And um, I'm able to see both perspectives from a, a management position, but also being the talent and what would you need in your corner to allow you to best progress in what you're doing in life. And um I think that's important to have. If you could take the stress, daily life stresses off uh, talent or pro athlete, you're making their life and job easier where they don't have to worry about things outside of their scope. So that question there to you, how important do you feel it is? Because this is something I talk about all the time. I'm like, I put a post up recently where I was still in my singlet three years on after building the IPC, just going, hey, I'm me, take me as I like. If, if somebody with a singlet can be talking to the likes of yourself and build this big thing and take it to the world. That is true authenticity. How important would it be? Because as you know, within that industry, within a lot of industries, there are people in your ear all the time telling you need to act this way, look this way. How important is it to be yourself and not get lost in that noise? I think it's extremely important, especially for mental health. I think, um, people get influenced by different things and, I get it to a degree when you, for example, marketing a brand or product, you, you need to, in a sense, kind of tailor yourself towards their needs, but still say it's true to yourself and still represent who you are. Um, so I think a lot of people chase the money and that's where things go wrong or chase a check or let's say willing to, you know, always look at money as a tool and this tool allows you to do more things. It creates freedom in your life. It allows you to live that life how you want to but don't ever put it beyond your morals and your values and who you truly are. And that's always something I instill in myself and people around me is don't do something, you know, you shouldn't do for a check. And um, I constantly remind myself and instill that in, in people around me. So I think it's extremely important. Um, and, and I know sometimes it's easier said than done, especially you're on this huge stage and the whole world's watching you. Uh, a lot of people can't take that pressure and I've never been in that position to say, you know, I have that many lives that I'm influenced on being watched directly through myself. Mm. So it's hard to specifically speak on that, but um, I do think it's, it's thing, something that people um, do need to work on is not being so easy influenced by things and um, you know, not letting things around you affect you the same degree is, is, and I think part of that is is the work you do through uh, practices, you know, such as meditation and um, if it's breath work and hot cold therapy and the, these things to ground yourself, you know, keep yourself in that parasympathetic state. So you're not getting, you know, you're not staying in this, you know, fight or flight or chronic state of um, of stimulation to the world. Yeah. This this entrepreneurial journey, it can be one of those states, can't it? Where it's like if, if you don't have the kind of personal development mindset, mindfulness, meditation to actually pull you back, 
with moving from a professional athlete's mindset, which is already very regimented in the way that you act and the way that you do things, how has that transition been going into the entrepreneurial world at the early stages, especially in an industry that in Hollywood, San Diego, USA-based, predominantly very focused on talent and entertainment within that field. So how did you, how did you merge into that kind of area? Um, so it kind of merged from, you know, as you touched on, I did, um, I have a supplement company, which uh, was my first startup I ran and that was driven through passion. I'm a big advocate of human performance, holistic health, you know, food is medicine and what you put in your body is uh, directly affecting how your body functions. And, that was the passion aspect of creating a supplement company. And then obviously I had to understand or learn all the business aspects of it because passion is one thing, but how to actually run a business is a whole nother aspect. And kind of dove in head first with my best friend who, uh, mind you, is my best friend from New Zealand. We've grown up from, we were 13 when we met and uh, in New Zealand, I'm now the godfather of his two children and he lives in LA. He's a celebrity trainer with a, with a crazy life story too. But um, we went into business together and what established that relationship was trust. And me and him trust each other with our lives. Um, you know, and, and that foundation, I think you can build anything on once you truly trust whoever you, that relationship is, if it's, um, you know, your significant other to business relationship to anything. So going in with that mentality is what started the business is passion and having a good partner. And, um, you know, a lot of difficulty running a startup and, and now I understand how, you know, the graph goes like this. It's this these of learning and it, it, it applies to life too, though, because life doesn't go in a straight line. Life is going to hit you and knock you and put you down. And it's a matter of being resilient and it's not what happens to you. It's what you able to overcome. Yeah. And do you find after reading some of those things that your mum put in those diaries about months of after self-reflection on this entrepreneurial journey or your life journey, looking back, seeing some mistakes that have come up in business, whether frustrations come up, bitterness, anything like that, that you can reflect on when you was younger and seeing where it is to nip it in the bud to be able to move forward. Yeah, definitely. Reflecting on my younger self and like seeing you know, why I did certain things or how I reacted to certain things was definitely a great reflection to analyze or understand why I am who I am or why I have, you know, habits that I have. Yeah. And for sure, it's like, it's kind of like an answer to questions you might not know the answers to uh, without reflecting back. Yeah. And Go on, sorry. No, I was going to say, it's kind of like, you know, we're all socially conditioned to a degree. I think obviously it affects some people more than others based on what you allow to influence you. But it's something good to reflect on and know where I picked up certain tendencies or why I'm like my parents in certain matters. So I suppose now you have almost become that that role model, that, that father figure for the talent that you've got. What comes with that is of a lot of responsibility and a lot of energy and dumping onto you as well. So how does Craig look after his own mental well-being whilst he's trying to do the best for his, his clients, I suppose, as well? I think that naturally ties into like my love and passion for human performance. Yeah. Because you can't perform optimally without taking care of yourself and doing that work that people don't necessarily see, like the meditation and the hot cold therapy and the mindfulness 
and the breathing work and uh, journaling, whatever that may be, is finding your way of or outlet or or keeping your mental health right and, and keeping you stable. And it's something I've always done. I've always optimized. I'll never sacrifice that. I'll never say I don't have the time to do it because it's so important to me. I think everything in life is a matter of priorities and what you're willing to prioritize. You know, we all have the same 24 hours a day. It's what you do with that and what you're willing to prioritize to get done. And uh, that's something I think I've installed in myself is having a very strong mindset and being disciplined. Discipline is a huge one. You know, you're not always going to be motivated and that's where discipline takes over. And um, I often get laughed at from my friends, you know, because I really, I'm that health conscious that I really ever put something in my body that I don't want to, if it's eating out or whatever. And uh, that's how, just how disciplined a lot of people respect it. But then some people be like, wow, live a little bit, but it's like, I don't, this is me living. I don't, I don't need (laughs) food to stay living. That's not, it doesn't, it's not like, I'm, you know, um, not satisfying myself with something or, or depriving myself. I'm not, I don't care for junk food or for, you know, this is what makes me happy. Yeah. Well, from one guy to another, the pictures that you post, you're shredded. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely shows in the physical appearance. What I would say is when, when we do talk to, um, especially corporate leaders, people who are, who are big in business, making a difference there for anybody, our audience that we do get questions sometimes from people asking that they feel a failure or they don't feel good enough. They listen to the podcast and they look at external things like what you're up to now. And that's why I get to know the premise of the person behind that. You didn't always start with what you've got now and you've worked up. If there's anybody out there listening now, what would you say on this entrepreneurial journey to this businessman that you are these days to really pay attention to if things aren't going your way? Because I suppose, again, with that industry, there's a lot of no's when you're talking the management teams and, and all this. So what would you say from personal experience to anybody that may be going through this and struggling and thinking about giving up? Yeah, I would say the, the first one is because success to me is being well-rounded. Mm-hmm. You, you know, for success is one thing. You have different ideas of success. And I think the first one is taking care of yourself and taking care of your, your, your mental well-being, you know, physical to me, having a spiritual outlet as well. These are important things, but I think that's your foundation of anything. And if you can do this, you're going to instill confidence and, and again, referring to like discipline and resilience in yourself, which is naturally going to help you with all other aspects of life. So it's something I always refer back to doing the inner work. Yeah. And, uh, that's one thing I'd say the other aspect is of being able to adapt and shift and change. There's no one path or right way of doing things. And if you get told 10 no's, there might be a yes around the corner. So being persistent, don't um, always take what people say. That's also sometimes their reflection of life. If you're told to know it, you know, things don't always align and they're not meant to. So, but don't get down on yourself. I know it's easier said than done again, but, adapt and shift and change and that's what life's about it's that's why i always refer back to it's not what happens to us it's you know our reaction to it and um some people have had harder lives than than others and and some people have had easier lives and and, you know do those things that create discomfort in you because that's where growth happens from is is discomfort um if life was easy and and joyful all the time it, it wouldn't have that polarity of ups and downs and that's what makes life interesting is 
understanding that it's never going to go in a straight line. Life's never going to be in a position that things are now easy and comfortable. So instill and create happiness from where you are now, still wanting more, you know, be fulfilled and have, have gratitude for the process and where you're, you're at along. And then, um, still want more. I mean, I have a tattoo, tattoo on my arm that says enjoy the journey. And it's a constant reminder to me is don't always chase the end result because, yeah. you know, the end result is in a coffin. I mean, enjoy the process and journey and, you know, wish yes for such a short time on earth and, um, really do what makes you happy. It's, it comes down to, how I wake up every day and remind myself, you know, live a life that makes me happy. What is my ideal life and what does it look like? And what is my personal ideal life not what somebody else tells me i should be doing so then that goes into my next question which i i ask every single person that comes on when you when you speak about that in a roundabout way what does being imperfectly perfect mean to you then um imperfectly perfect to me means staying authentic to who you truly are um the idea of perfect is a facade it's not something like everyone has a different idea of what a perfect or ideal life means to them so you know find what your true version of happiness is and and and, you know find that in yourself and once you do that you can change lives around you and you can reflect that positivity onto other people and uh i think that ties into a lot of people you know, I'm coming from a place of happiness and that's why they instill negativity into the world or bring other people down, but instill that in yourself first, do the work, um, you know, stay persistent, work hard, figure out what you truly want and, and find a way to do that and project that out into the world. And I think things naturally will start to gravitate and align with your mission and vision. Um, but it also always a constant reminder is do the work. Don't think like, you know, just thinking about something or putting it out of the universe is going to get the job done. You truly have to figure out what you have to sacrifice to to get what you want in life. Love that. Love that. I've just got two questions because you touched upon it earlier in terms of, of spirituality. And the reason I bring this up is because you, when you was mentioning things, I'm like, if you can think of that process and journey, what I've learned along my journey, it's when doors close something better can come along. If you flip that narrative and you look at it that way, all those no's, where do you stand with, you obviously do a lot of self-reflection and holistic. So with the spirituality, is that how you've been able to develop more of a learning of feeling happy and gratitude towards everything that's just kept you moving forward? Yeah, absolutely. I think having that spiritual mindset or just knowing that, we're such a small aspect of this great big universe and world. And, you know, often I, I look at it as like putting your problems in perspective where I, I, you know, pan out of how big the universe is and look how little I am in perspective yeah. to this great universe that who knows what is out there. I, I don't know, but like knowing that, you know, this is God's creation and this is like, just this deep connection to nature and and how we're connected to nature is often like a reminder to me that like my daily problems are nothing in the scheme of how big this universe truly is and how minuscule we are in perspective to things. So I do um, often reflect and that gratitude comes from knowing that and reminding myself that. 
Wow. Well, mate, you are doing some huge things over in the US. So what have you coming, you've got coming up? Just so you've been doing uh, men's health, you and Zion doing a workout on there. What else have you got coming up in the new year? Obviously, we're in January. You've got a full year ahead. What, what What's coming up for you? Um, a couple of cool things. I mean, one big thing working on is Zion's next documentary. So he has the goals of being the first ever Olympic and Paralympic athlete from the same Olympics in two sports. So that's something we're working on now is, is pitching that, that documentary concept. Um, then we've got some cool travel plans. Actually, on Friday, we off to stay with John Jones for three days in New Mexico, me and Zion. Yeah. So we're going to go, go hang out with him and train and you know shoot some guns and things he likes to do. And, um, and then just some cool events. I mean, working with more, more talent and finding some other people that I can get behind and, you know, share their goals and dreams and visions. Um, and then just kind of not putting too much expectation on the direction things go, you know, having set intentions again, but without um, trying to control everything and, and let the natural flow of life sometimes happen and, and trust that process of the way, the way things move and the way universe works. Beautiful, mate. And where can people find out more information about you and keep up to date? Uh, many social media, uh, Craig dot Levinson is my, um, Instagram, Instagram tag. Uh, it's a few things like through Google and stuff, but, uh, I would say the main thing, yeah, LinkedIn, Instagram, you know, main social channels. Usual. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, mate, I just want to say on behalf of the campaign, on behalf of me, thank you for taking the time out. As a corporate leader, just sharing that and letting people know the behind the scenes of things, I think it's very important. So, guys, make sure to hit up the Imperfectly Perfect podcast, subscribe across all major uh, podcast platforms, and remember, keep having the hard conversations because it's the hard conversations that save lives. Until next time, guys, stay safe. To find out more about the Imperfectly Perfect campaign and how you can get involved, simply head to our official website, at imperfectlyperfectcampaign.org or email us today at info at imperfectlyperfectcampaign.org to speak to one of the team. The Imperfectly Perfect campaign is creating awareness and is not a substitute for professional advice. Should you need help, please refer to your nearest crisis number.